Hello to the listeners. Uh, my name is Adam Rex. I am former UCW champion. Uh, and this is the first episode of the Rex Report. Here with me today, we have Nikki Morris, CEO of SWA and possibly one of the greatest professional wrestlers of the upstart today. How are you doing, Nikki? Oh, I'm doing all right. Probably not one of the best, greatest wrestlers, though. Well, we will we will see. From what I've seen so far, you're very very good. So we we will we'll cross the bridges as we come to right. So You've probably not seen very many people then. I've seen a lot, and most of them get destroyed. So <laughs> you, you let's face it, you're going against Diesel. From what I can point out, which we'll get onto later. Um, so obviously me and you have talked before this and we've spoken about three different topics that you want to talk about. So let's get down to, uh, recently this past Sunday, you hosted the first pay-per-view of the SWA being lasting legacy. So my question to you is, do you think it was a success? Do you think it worked out? Uh, well, uh, besides the technical difficulties, I think it went pretty well to plan uh it was a little disappointing at times especially through uh certain matches where we couldn't get uh viewers to see the ending especially of omega and okada but uh working through it i think it went pretty well all the scheduled matches uh didn't disappoint there were some surprise winners uh seth rollins became the first ever heavyweight champion uh page defended her championship and uh, Finn Balor kept his championship, so I think it went pretty well. Um, yes. There wasn't a, a lot of, uh, I don't know how to put it, um, very special or hardcore matches in a way, but I feel like even without that, it did really well. Yeah, the, the I, I watched it, um, and I thought it was very, very good. I thought specifically, uh, like you say, the Omega vs. Okada match was quite... Uh, tight you know if we'd got to see the ending of that maybe it could have ended in a draw we don't know but um because of the issues with uh the match it had to end out 2-1 so maybe we'll see that match again in the future who knows so aside from lasting legacy as we've seen after it we've had diesel uh head booker of the men's division from what i can figure out he's decided to uh have a few choice words to say to you so what are your thoughts on that? Well, yeah, so Diesel has been the head booker of the SWA since we started. Um, he is a very interesting character to say the least. Um, he's very outspoken, very brash at times. Uh, he knows what he wants, though, so that's uh, very reassuring that he seems to know what he's doing. But he does like to get under people's skin. And uh, I've noticed that uh, firsthand backstage taking some uh, odd choice of words, to say the least. Um, it's very interesting. Uh, he seems to want something, but it's very hard to tell what he wants. So I really don't know what to make of that. I've not been in the business long enough to really deal with some sort of uh backstage politics like he's trying to pull off which of course he's a veteran so um, we'll just work through it and see what he's up to yeah so i've noticed he um from 
talking to a few of the others, he said certain things like he wants to sort you out, have a, a deal with you himself as at uh, Devastation, which is, uh, of course, the upcoming pay-per-view. Um, my, uh, my question is, if Diesel decides to have a match with you, do you think you can pull off a victory? Well, I mean, in wrestling, anything's possible. I'd like to think so. Uh, that's what I've been training for. But, uh, yeah, he's a veteran. Uh, like I said before, he's got a lot more skill than I do. But I don't think that would stop me from ever winning a match if it came down to that. Yeah. Um, so, talking about the match some more, we obviously, he wants the match with you. Do you have a fear that it may not rely on skill, but the fact that he could have the pot, what's the left of the remnants of the NWO in his corner, maybe helping him out, providing him an edge? Well, uh, you know, a lot of people like to rely on teams, you know, to make sh sure they get a victory, make sure that they get a win over somebody very high profile. I like to think of Diesel as more of a psychological type of worker, um, which, of course, I don't doubt that he would have friends in his corner, but I also don't doubt that I would have friends in my corner. So there's that to kind of counteract each other if it comes down to it. But, yeah, I think it might come down more to uh, in-ring psychology than anything. Yeah, so as a veteran, Diesel could use maybe have the psychological edge, but then again, with a man who has had as many injuries as he has, obviously you have a lot more uh, of an especially have an easier time taking him out because there's more of you to focus on if that is what you decided to do. You can focus on uh, obviously his uh, quad injuries, as I've heard the name backstage, the man of a thousand quads. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't actively try to uh aggravate any of his injuries but i mean you know you got to do what you got to do to pull off a victory that's very true so um obviously that's plans for devastation but what about after what are what are your future plans for the swa uh well of course to always expand grow bigger uh get more roster members hopefully pull off bigger shows with higher production value, um, do more segments like backstage segments broadcasted for everyone to see. Um, really just get started. We've only been going for even less than a month and we've already done quite a few shows and a pay-per-view. So I think we're just going to keep going higher and higher and higher. And it'll be a long time before we start coming down, I think. And, uh, I don't know, maybe someday we can get real big. And uh, I wouldn't necessarily go as far as to say become competition, but I think we could stand a chance against some of the bigger guys like, you know, ROH and uh, Impact. And once AEW gets started, you know that, and uh, WWE eventually. But, you know, that's far in the distance. Talk of AEW, of course, you have um, the shall we say, executive vice president of AEW, Cody Rhodes, contracted with you. Um, he's one of the members, he's, he's one, obviously one of the members of the Bullet Club, and uh, which are a big part of your current roster. So what are your thoughts on 
the current roster as a whole. So not just the Bullet Club, but everybody. Well, I think we have a great roster of men and women. Um, you know, we've got superstars like, I mean, if you want to call Diesel a real big superstar, he's a, you know, a well-known wrestler regardless of how you look at him. Uh, we've got, you know, Diesel and we've got Sting. We have uh, newer type superstars, you know, like Seth Rollins, um, Finn Balor. Uh, in the women's division, you know, we've got Trish Stratus and Lita and Paige and Vicky James. Um and then there's some other guys, you know, maybe not up to the very high star quality people, you know, like Zack Ryder, maybe. And uh, really great people that's been on the empties, never really quite mainstream or hit mainstream yet, you know, like Kenny Omega and Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is one of my uh, personal favorite wrestlers. So uh, it worked out that he was willing to sign a contract with us. And I think he's a great worker and uh, you know, everyone's heard stories about what's happened with the WWE and him. So of course we hope to have a better experience than that, but yeah, I'm very happy with the roster that we've got. That's good. Uh, so sticking with the roster, is there any superstars you have your eye on that you'd like to join the roster? They can be con back currently bound to companies such as WWE ring of honor. But who knows? Um, you know, it might seem like a long stretch because, it, it, you know, he's quite old, but I would like to have at some point down the road just in a special appearance, you know, maybe a manager role or just to come out and uh, like a one night special thing. But I'd really like to see like The Undertaker come out once and maybe someone like Ric Flair, you know, those people that are pretty loyal to the wwe but we we want to be able to get star power based on the wrestling world universally not just let's take wwe superstars or let's take you know roh wrestlers and stuff like that we want to hit the wrestling world with both mainstream and maybe not so mainstream people yeah that that makes uh, a lot of sense for uh obviously coming up with uh wrestlers that may not be so well known um obviously come up through your system you can have your own select superstars um one final point before we get to the uh the quick fire questions uh to end it off i suppose right now we obviously have seen problems with uh, within uh factions obviously the nwo have, have broken apart from what i've been told um and the Bullet Club right now are having issues. I suppose my last question to you would be, if it comes down to it, do you think you'd be able to like deal with maybe a double Bullet Club? So you, you know have one that sides with Kenny Omega, one that sides with Cody Rhodes. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, it would be a very uh, volatile event if that ever happened. But uh, I'd like to think that with the support team that I've built around me, that we'd be able to help kind of not necessarily diffuse the situation, but push the situation more of a backstage issue to an in-ring issue. Because at the end of the day, it all comes down to... Uh, putting on a great show for the fans and making sure that 
you know, they're excited and happy to watch. And I feel like that kind of thing could bring in a lot of excitement for people. Yeah, that, it would be great to see the likes of uh, Kenny and Cody fade us off once again, because obviously in New Japan, they've had great matches. So I think a match of that caliber maybe could bring a lot of attention to the SWA and bring a lot of uh, viewership, which, as you say, it can help you get bigger in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, uh, as I just mentioned, the quick fire questions. I have a couple of questions for you, um, which uh, is just a single answer. Um, you can justify them if you want, but have be you don't have to. So, um, who would be Nicky Morris's favorite male wrestler of all time? Ooh, of all time. Let's see. Uh, well, uh, I'll go with the Miz. Fair I know enough. it's a, a lot of people don't really like him, but that's you know one of my favorites. So, what about your favorite female wrestler of all time? That one's a lot easier for me because I've had it set out for a long time. I would have to say my favorite female is uh, Michelle McCool. Fair enough. That is a uh, they're two solid choices. Um, so while uh, we end this out, uh. Obviously, myself being former UCW champion, I still do wrestle uh, now and then. Uh, I'd be willing to make an appearance for the SWA if that would, you know, help you guys along. Just whether it be uh, to wrestle one storm or one a one-off match, or whether it be in a more full-time role, that's completely up to you. So, uh, what would be if you could, just judging me by the time we've spoken so far, which of the opponents or which people on the roster do you think I could possibly step in the ring with? Well, um, I think you could work really well with maybe someone like uh, Kenny Omega or uh, Okada, maybe Adam Cole or Marty, you know, people like that that are very 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 talented wrestlers uh also have not shown maybe their full potential to the world yet i think it would be a great match to do that with especially with the former champion you know yeah so uh we're coming up on the uh the last few seconds of the interview i just want to say thank you very much for appearing on the first debut episode of the rex report um i'll continue to look in on the swa and who knows, maybe sometime down the line we can have you on again to discuss uh, what exactly has happened in the time we've not spoken. All right, thanks. It's been great. Thank you very much.